This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Funny the stuff that goes viral online. There's a uh, TikTok video that has gone viral. It's from Spain. Somebody posted a, a vid from the Airbnb that they were at because <laughs> the owner of the Airbnb installed a coin-operated air conditioning unit. <laughs> So if you're getting overheated in this in this apartment, you got to pull out a roll of quarters and feed the meter, so to speak. Yeah, there should at least be a credit card tap on that thing these days. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Who has change? Yeah, especially if there's a vibrating bed in the same Airbnb. <laughs> if you have to Very choose committed. one, you know you're going with the vibrating bed. I, I wonder how long a, a quarter would get you on the AC unit. <laughs> like five minutes? They don't say. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to know, too, because as a dad, this seems like the greatest invention ever. <laughs> Where can I get a Spanish coin-operated AC unit? <laughs> Heck, can I, can I hook the th- same uh, coin acceptor up to the furnace? Probably. If the kids or the wife want to play with the thermostat, it's going to cost them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it'd be amazing. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Coin-operated AC units. I, if I can become the Canadian distributor of those. <laughs> you could just modify existing ones, Tad. This oh, is yeah. a good business venture. Another, another free million-dollar mm-hmm. idea, courtesy of Taz and Jim. You probably didn't see this. It was an American uh, feed commercial during the Super Bowl, but uh, avocados from Mexico... Spent $7 million on a Super Bowl ad. I'm sorry. What are you doing? Adding avocados from Mexico. Want some? Let's kick this party up a notch. Avocados from Mexico. Ironically, right before the game started, the U.S. has banned avocados from Mexico. What? 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 It's, uh, the hipsters are going to lose it. What am I going to put on my toast? <laughs> yeah. Avocados from Mexico have been banned. Apparently, it has something to do with the uh, the drug cartels down there. Uh, they've been trying to extort avocado growers. Uh, a U.S. food inspector got a threatening message, maybe a death threat, so they, they decided to ban avocados. It's a temporary ban, but the price of avocados could go way up in the U.S., and I'm assuming since you have to go through the U.S. to get to Canada with avocados... The price is going to go up here, or maybe there'll be so many avocados that won't go into the U.S. We'll just have an abundance of avocados. Do we produce avocados? I have no idea what environment they are they are grown in. I have no- California, Mexico. So, so Ontario, maybe Vancouver Island. <laughs> Ontario in February is not the best <laughs> for growing avocados, Jim. Okay. Eighty percent of the avocados eaten in the United States come from Mexico. The other twenty percent are grown in California. Mm. So if you have one, eh, yeah, eh, ration it. The problem is once you cut into that avocado and if the pit's gone, they go gross yeah. fast. You got about 11 minutes till it turns brown on you. <laughs> I'm kicking myself. Didn't order a heart-shaped pizza this year. Dang. <laughs> got to wait till next Valentine's Day. <laughs> you can always like buy a pizza and then the box and then kind of shake it. You know, when it sometimes goes on its side, it'll like deform. You can make one yourself. Or I might be stuck eating Batman calzones. <laughs> <laughs> from Little Caesars. Have you seen, seen those? those? Yeah. Ah, a for effort. Does it look like Batman? It the, looks like a symbol? bonbon. You know what I mean? In a wrapper? Or like a bow tie, I would say. It looks more like... Kind of a bow tie. 
I see what they're going for. Yeah. Great tie-in with the movie. The yeah, that's coming Batman out soon. Movie. It is. Uh, you're watching Peacemaker right now, speaking of the DC Universe. Loving it? Yeah, yeah, it's really funny, man. John Cena. I mean, The Rock is amazing and, you know, really, you know, has come a long way. But John Cena has improved far more than The Rock as he is genuinely hilarious. I haven't watched a single episode yet. Was this the right move? Now I get to binge through it because I, I hate waiting till next week. Oh, I only watched it one episode at a time. I didn't know that's what was going on. But, um, yeah, the story, it's, it's, it's not, uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good storyline. Not the best TV show I've ever seen, but it's, it's entertaining. I think John Cena carries, carries it mostly. And I will say that intro for the show, there's like a dance number. Oh, the opening credits. I have seen that online. It was so ridiculous. When I first saw it, I was like, what kind of nonsense? Every episode, they play the whole thing, and me and my girl have not skipped it once. As dumb as it is. That's what James Gunn said on his Twitter feed. He's like, I wanted to come up with an intro that nobody would use the skip intro button on. Yeah, it's so easy. I guess it worked. Yeah, they do a full-on, like, every character in the show is in this choreographed dance routine. Good guy, bad guy, doesn't matter. (laughs) Guy with a mop, <laughs> <laughs> old guy with a mop, and just like you, John Cena is like three hundred pounds of muscle, so him dancing is like the most awkward looking thing ever. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's my plan for this weekend. Yeah, I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's not groundbreaking, but I, I'm enjoying it. Order a couple Batman calzones <laughs> and watch The Peacemaker. <laughs> if you bought an iPad on like Facebook Marketplace or Kijiji. Uh, over the past few months, the Hamilton police want to talk to you. Hmm? There was a city of Hamilton employee who has been charged with stealing and reselling city-owned iPads. <laughs> wow. 30-year-old man facing charges. Doesn't have a job anymore with the city of Hamilton, thank God. But uh, police launched an investigation after iPads started going missing at City Hall there. Yeah, I feel like that'd be easy to notice that those are missing. Several iPads stolen. We don't know the exact number, but it was multiple, and they were sold online. That's what they know. Hmm. I thought iPads you could track down real easy, like through the Apple ID or something like that. Yeah, maybe um, they have to be fired up or hooked up the first time for you to be able to find them. Or you could probably wipe it, some factory reset or something like that as well, I guess. If you had an iPad that you bought on social media, would you call the cops? Because chances are, if it was stolen from the city of Hamilton, you're losing your iPad. Yeah, I doubt you're getting reimbursed. (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't say anything in this article about handing out refunds. I think you should be able to come forward and the reward you get from Crime Stoppers is to keep the iPad. Maybe that's not fair because it's tax money they went to buy them in the first place. Hmm. I don't know. It's a tough call. Uh, are you going to take the moral high ground? Call if you bought the iPad online? You're a <laughs> better person than a lot of people, I'd say, oh, if the answer is yes. I want to see you peacock, you peacock, you peacock. Time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. And Dev, I love when you get into these moves. You are ready to blow a gasket over the Arizona Coyotes. I'm ready to pop. I don't understand how the entire hockey world isn't ready to just tar and feather Gary Bettman over what is going on with the Arizona Coyotes because as it's been well established now, but they're going to be playing the next three seasons at least 
in a uh, stadium with the Arizona State University that seats 5,000 people. And no one seems to be calling the NHL out on this, aside from like fans and outsiders. Insiders are talking about how cozy it looks and, oh, this <laughs> looks great. It's pathetic. You have a professional sports team playing in an arena that is going to seat 5,000 people. There's going to be students well, hold on, hold at on, Arizona Dad. State University who are walking around and going to bump into NHL players. This is pathetic. <laughs> Buddy, it, it has the capacity to seat 5,000. That doesn't necessarily mean it will be seating 5,000. Yeah, would you rather That's have 4,000 people in a 5,000-seat venue or 4,000 people in a 15,000-seat venue? You know, I saw a great analogy, actually. It was like uh, they're showing the picture of the the tiny arena from their Arizona Coyotes Twitter handle. And somebody's like, this is the equivalent of when your dad gets divorced and shows you his new one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah. He's like, see, isn't look this nice? Look at this view. Yeah, look, look there's a mini fridge in the dining room. <laughs> My bed is a racing car. <laughs> Do you sleep in a racing car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the other teams should be jealous of the Coyotes. <laughs> I mean, the the good news is for the Toronto Maple Leafs fans, if you're ever worried that Austin Matthews was going to leave Toronto for <laughs> Arizona, mm. he's not doing it in this like He's not going to play in someone's basement. Like, it's not happening. Caca! So on the weekend, the waste management open uh, what they say is the biggest party in golf uh, went down and there was a crazy moment jim you got the audio over there right i do yes there's one particular hole at the waste management tournament hole number 16 a few years ago we were talking about this tournament we talk about it almost every year it's so wild but there was a woman on that hole up in the bleachers flashing people I while everybody was that. getting hammered so this is the type of environment that's completely unique for the waste management uh tourney so it, this it's is like happy gilmore uh, so this is a golfer, Sam Ryder, steps up, he crushes a ball, hole in one, in front of a thousand people. This is the viewing gallery of all viewing galleries. People are hammered here, and just listen. Sam Ryder taking it right at it. Talk to me. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, so the people in the crowd start chucking tall boys out, half full tall boys. There's beer flying everywhere. everywhere. Cans, glasses, uh, cups everywhere. We're covered in beer and other liquids. I don't want to ask. <laughs> what she assumed. <laughs> Man, it sounds I mean, like it really is a party there at the Waste Management <laughs> Open. But I mean, these are pristine golf courses. And as funny as it is, there's tall boys landing on the green. But if you're going to make a mess and, and throw garbage out onto the course, is there a better tournament to do it? Yeah, yeah. The it's waste the, I, management. They manage that waste no problem. They <laughs> get it right true. out of there. Hey, I wanted to ask, because there are some golf purists who are saying that this is completely disrespectful by the fans to throw this, uh, the beer and the, and the cans and cups onto the field. So I wanted to get the, uh, the opinion of our good friend, former Canadian Tour champ and world-class ball striker, Alan McLean is on the phone. Hey, Alan. Good morning, gentlemen. Have you, have you played in the Waste Management? 
No, I haven't. I actually haven't even been, but I, I do enjoy the spectacle that is a waste management tournament every year. Yeah, it, it, I think it's I, honestly. I, I think I've, I've listened to the conversation. I think it's a great, uh, a great spectacle, and 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 golf needs more of it. You know, I think there's lots of tournaments that I've participated in that have tried to recreate that 16th hole with uh, not much success. So hmm. when you go and sign up to play in that event, uh, you know what's coming at the 16th. And, and a lot of the uh, tour pros actually embrace it. They give stuff away. You know, they. I, I guarantee you at the end of the, uh, their careers, you are Sam Ryder and or Carlos Ortiz who got a hole in one yesterday, what's the most memorable shot? And I guarantee you they'll tell you the 16th hole at uh, the way. Yeah, well, that's got to be one of the most memorable shots of his career, probably. You know, how do you top that reaction? The, the roar of the crowd was deafening. Every player that's there, they know uh, what to expect. Uh, you know, you, you often see um, pictures and, uh, or uh, TV of, of guys giving giveaways as they walk down. You know, they sign hats beforehand. Mm-hmm. Or shirts, and they give them all away as they walk down the hall. So, Caddy has like, a T-shirt like, cannon like in the bag. <laughs> I like hearing your stories. I like the story where if if you're in the bleachers, you you, you don't get to keep your seat, right? So if you need to go take a leak, um, your seat's gone. Someone else is filling that while you're gone. So then you have to join the line again. That's what adult diapers are for, Alan McLean. <laughs> and that explains the mysterious other liquids comment from, <laughs> the, right. from the commenter. We are covered in beer and other liquids, I believe. So wow. I want to see you peacock. Time for sports. We are joined by our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. How was your sleeping day after Super Bowl, you sly fox? <laughs> it was pretty good. I turned off my alarm to make sure I didn't wake up too early. Uh, did you notice that we called you like at 5.30 in the morning? <laughs> and after the first ring, I was like, oh, crap, Devin took the day off today. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I did uh, I did have my ringer on, and I did notice it was there, and then it was gone. So I was like, oh, Tez, uh, Tez forgot. But, I, uh, I kind of like getting a call at that time because then you're like, ah, Oh, I get to go back to sleep, yeah, and it is, is kind of you're sweet. You're welcome, Dev. It's one of the best feelings in life. Uh, the Olympics are still going on, apparently. How are we doing? Uh, we're doing pretty good today. We've won our second gold medal, won gold in women's long track speed skating team pursuit. We also took a bronze in the men's big air event. So Max Perot, who previously won gold in slope style a week ago, now has bronze in the uh, big air event. And uh, one of the skaters in the team pursuit, Isabel uh, Weideman, has now won three medals overall at the Games. So it's been a good Games for her. I don't know how many people are watching right now, but it's a good game for her. Jim, you say the ratings are way down, huh? Yeah, down 50% is what I read uh, for a lot of reasons. I think people are in a very bad mood and are feeling less uh, national pride these days, allegedly. And also the politics surrounding China obviously shine people away from it. And the time. It's never fun to get up at four in the morning to watch someone true, toboggan. True, but the ratings did do well. The ratings did do well in South Korea with the same time zone. So uh-huh. this is specifically something new. Uh, and how about the athletes? When, when everyone gets back to their countries and they're finally able to talk without the overlords 
censoring them, I bet we're going to hear some pretty interesting stories. Well, it's never a good sign when Nancy Pelosi says to the American athletes, please don't speak up about politics or you could be in danger and so could your family. So I think that's a fair <laughs> warning. That's literally what she says. So that's a fair warning for athletes not to say anything, but there was a Finnish skier, I think, who was took a picture of water pouring through all the light fixtures in whatever room she was staying in. They asked her to take that photo down. There was the Russian athletes tweeting out about how bad the, fo- the food was. Uh, that's also a no-no. Uh, there was a there was somebody in a press conference the other day who just won a medal, just won, and was timidly saying, um, "Before we go on, does anybody have any snacks in their pockets?" And somebody from the press like gave them like a half a bag of hickory sticks, and they're like, "Thank you so much." They're getting starved out. This is the fire festival of Olympics. Is <laughs> <laughs> what it sounds like. It's crazy. Well, eat a cheese sandwich. <laughs> When when everyone goes to the Olympics with burner phones because they know that the Chinese government is just going to try and spy like like crazy on them, you're not starting from a solid position. Yeah. What is this done? Uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, save Canadian athletes. That's all we ask. We got a, we got a whole bunch of food waiting for you at the airports. <laughs> Some mac and cheese. Thanks, Dev. Premier Doug Ford had a press conference and said Ontario will lift proof of vaccination requirements for all settings March the 1st. Businesses and other settings may choose to continue to require proof of vaccination, but it'll be up to them. So uh, that is March 1st. Uh, The mask mandate is going to remain in place. But this week, we also have some stuff to look forward to. Uh, finally going to be able to go to concerts and sporting events again, Jim. Cool, cool. 50% capacity, but okay. it's something. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so that's some good news. Gyms, get your pump on. You'll be able to go to the gym. Uh, the list goes on and on here. If you go to globalnews.ca, the, the article's there, so you can... See exactly what is going to be reopening. I, I, movie so, theaters. I'm sorry, Taz. I'm comfortable going to movie theaters. I'm comfortable going to restaurants. I'm comfortable going to concerts and sporting events. I just don't think I'm comfortable going to the gym yet. So I probably won't for a couple more years. <laughs> um, You've been enjoying the excuse. Just uh, no, no. Just as an overabundance of caution. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yep. Yeah, you're. Uh... Your waistline disagrees with that statement. I Jared. well, you know, you need to get in tuxedo condition, bud. <laughs> you got a wedding coming up. True, I, I need to get in cummerbund shape. Get on that stairmaster and <laughs> get those glutes working. I want to see that that thing just popping in those dress <laughs> pants, sticking out of those tails. <laughs> Kardashian style rump. You know it. You in Jim's slacks. Give the people what they want. What are we talking? Oh, reopening. Yes. yes, reopening the province. So because uh, the province has done so well, according to Ford, with dealing with the Omicron variant, they have moved things up. And starting Thursday, there's a whole bunch of stuff we can do. I, I got to tell you, I was down in the United States. Uh, over the past weekend, nobody's wearing masks down there. Nobody. Yeah. And I, I went to a restaurant, I went to a hockey game, and I had my mask on to uh, go to my seat and had both. And I felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb. Nobody had masks on. I will say, once the masks come off here, get ready to get horny. Hmm? It's been so long since... We've seen other people's bare faces. 
I just found that everybody looked way more attractive than I remember them looking. Because <laughs> I've heard the opposite. I've heard people look better with the mask on. But I, I guess. But I don't know. It's like, well, it's like when you're a teenager and and you see a boob, right? But yes, yes. You don't see the, a bare boob often, but when you see one, you get really excited, and it doesn't really matter what shape it is, what size <laughs> it is. <laughs> sure, sure. Or it's like a sailor who's been on the sea for 40 days and 40 nights, sees an ankle. You yeah, know? yeah. It, it doesn't take much. <laughs> so just the fact that you're seeing bare faces. Oh, man. Hey, Taz, 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 look at that girl's chin. Ooh, mm. baby. <laughs> Look at that guy's nose. Oh, <laughs> damn. Look at how long it is. <laughs> I, I just brace yourself and get ready for mm. it. Still not coming for a while, but at least uh, things are moving in the right direction. March 1st, the vaccine mandates will be coming to an end. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.